right? She's carefully maintaining her strict eating habits and doing all of her workouts and really, quote unquote, torturing herself in the gym because that's what she feels she needs to do to lose weight. So one day she's out with her friends and she just cannot resist eating a burger, right? Now, a burger is bad in Julia's eyes, right? So she says, okay, I'm going to eat this. She eats it. And then a few minutes after she's done, the guilt starts setting in. She starts feeling like she really messed up. Her diet is already ruined for the day. So she might as well go eat two pieces of cheesecake and then go home and eat a tray of Oreos, right? Then she decides, I messed up. I'm going to start my diet again on Monday. I'm going to start fresh on Monday because what's the point? I already ruined all of my progress for this week. So does that sound familiar? Now, the underlying reason here is that if you feel like you can't diet and eat in a way that's perfectly... This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur whose passion to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. So a few podcast episodes back, I mentioned that on every Wednesday, I would be debunking common fitness and nutrition myths that are currently very popular within our society and within our world and on social media. So these are going to be myths that I have personally experienced. They have been common practices that many women who come to work with me within my one-on-one coaching program, right, have experienced, have tried, are trying to break away from the thoughts that they need to do this in order to lose weight. And this is why I decided to make a specific segment of my podcast episode weekly so that you guys can be educated consumers so that you don't feel like you have to follow every single next fad diet that comes out and so that you can actually lose weight and keep it off. So what we are going to be talking about today is keto. And if you are unfamiliar with what keto is, basically it is a low carb, higher fat diet. Now in particularly Keto is about 70% fat, 25% protein, and 5% carbohydrate. So that is what they call the ketogenic food period. So what 
keto is claiming is that because of the fact that carbohydrates are your body's main energy fuel source when you start to eat higher fat that your body is going to then utilize only fat for energy and and as its fuel source so it makes claims that it is superior for fat burning and losing more weight and changing what your body looks like so It also claims that when you go low carb enough that you are going to go into ketosis. Now, I'm not going to get into the very strict detail of what ketosis is, but when you hear that, you're automatically going to be, oh my God, what does that mean? I should be doing that. That that sounds kind of scary. That sounds concerning, right? And that is something that a lot of fad diets incorporate. They throw around a lot of fancy scientific types of words to almost scare people and provide fear-mongering in their marketing attempts so that maybe you buy their product, maybe you try their diet, maybe you work out the way they do on their diet plan, whatever. Um, So basically, what keto is not going to benefit you from if you are trying to practice this way of dieting for weight loss is now glucose is found in muscle, right? And now it's going to benefit you from having a a certain amount of glucose within your muscles, right? Now, glucose is carbohydrates. What it's going to not benefit you if you are doing this is if you are doing really high intensity workouts. So think things like boot camp classes, HIIT classes, orange theory, Um, possibly spin, things like that, things where you are getting your heart rate up very, very high, right? So you are going to benefit from making sure you are eating an adequate amount of carbohydrates if those are your workouts of choice. So because of the fact that it makes these claims that it is superior for fat burning, right? What it's going to have people experience are possibly satiety benefits right they're they're more full right so what it also can do is it can help keep your blood your blood glucose level stable right so that you don't experience possibly up and down up and down levels of hunger throughout the day that can be associated with eating possibly a lot of carbs in one sitting so it is basically a way of overall completely taking out one food group in itself, carbohydrates, to create a calorie deficit. So it's kind of like easy just to be like, okay, I'm just not going to eat carbs and I'm going to lose weight, right? You don't really have to put that much thought into just deciding that, okay, I'm just going to cut out carbs. Now, when you create that calorie deficit, right, that is going to then allow you to lose weight. And that can be from any type of macronutrient. That can be from fat, that can be from carbs, that can be from protein, right? Now, what the research is saying about the keto diet is that it is not superior to non-keto calorie-equated diets, right? This is based on the research. So a calorie-equated diet, obviously, is understanding how many calories per day you need to be eating, how many of each macronutrient that you need to be eating, right? And creating a calorie deficit through 
overall just reducing your calories, not just from reducing carbohydrates. So there is no support, there is no research claiming that you are going to lose more weight if you do the keto diet. Also to take in mind is it's very individualized. So if you are struggling to adhere to the keto diet or any specific diet, when you are struggling to adhere to it, your sustainability is going to go down because of the fact that it's too hard for you to be doing. You're not sticking to the diet because of the fact that you had a bagel at lunch or you went out to dinner and you had some potatoes or rice or you went out with your mom and you had a sandwich that had bread, right? Because of the fact that carbs are literally almost in everything, it's very hard for people to sustain this diet. Now, if you generally enjoy just eating higher fat foods all day long, then that's great. I just want you to make sure that you are self-aware and that you understand that it's not does not mean that it's going to be more superior in your weight loss attempts. It goes down to overall how it is making you feel and you possibly chasing that feeling. So it's very individualized and I want you to just be aware of how it's making you feel. Are you able to sustain it? Is it giving you anxiety when you go out to eat or when you make dinner for your family, right? How is it making you feel? And how is it that you actually want to feel long-term? So I hope you guys were able to kind of learn something from this overall segment of the podcast. But when we dive into today's topic, we are going to be talking about the ugly truth about your all or nothing mentality towards your weight loss goal. Now, You guys, your girl is the queen of being a former all or nothing type of girl in regards to my diet and in regards to my workouts. So typically what starts to happen is if you have an all or nothing type of mentality, right? A lot of the times it's linked to perfectionism and When we are not perfect with certain things, it leads to guilt behaviors, right? So none of those character traits are going to be helpful mindsets when we are trying to improve our fitness and achieve our weight loss goals, right? So that's something to also keep in mind. And if you struggle with the all or nothing mentality, right, it's because of the fact that There's something inside of you that feels like everything needs to be perfect. And if things aren't perfect, then you're not perfect. And basically all of your attempts are useless. Um, You're a failure. You should just quit, right? So I want you to imagine this for a second. I want you guys to take a trip down memory lane with me and meet Julia from the year 2011 to 2015. So imagine this girl, she's on a diet, And she has been so good, right? She's carefully maintaining her strict eating habits and doing all of her workouts and really, quote unquote, torturing herself in the gym because that's what she feels she needs to do to lose weight. So one day she's out with her friends and she just cannot resist eating a burger, right? Now, a burger is bad in Julia's eyes, right? So she says, okay, I'm going to eat this. She eats it. And then a few minutes after she's done, 
the guilt starts setting in. She starts feeling like she really messed up. Her diet is already ruined for the day. So she might as well go eat two pieces of cheesecake and then go home and eat a tray of Oreos, right? Then she decides, I messed up. I'm going to start my diet again on Monday. I'm going to start fresh on Monday because what's the point? I already ruined all of my progress for this week. So does that sound familiar? Now, the underlying reason here is that if you feel like you can't diet and eat in a way that's perfectly, then you're not doing it all, right? So if you can't manage to eat perfectly on your diet every single day, then why should you even try, right? So the cycle just continues over and over and over again. So she starts back fresh on Monday, right? But then the temptation starts kicking in. She compensates by being extremely strict with what she eats, and then she starts dieting again, and then she starts going down that road of feeling like she can't eat certain things, right? Maybe she even starves herself or deprives herself to make up for the overindulgence of that burger a few days ago or yesterday, right? And that cycle just repeats itself over and over and over again. And you're always left feeling like such a failure. You're always left feeling like you're just not motivated enough, that you're just not disciplined enough. And you compare yourself to other girls that you see on social media who take Tupperware with them everywhere they go, right? And it can be really crippling and it can really make you feel like what's the point, like you're not good enough. And I'm here to remind you that breaking that all or nothing mentality is very, very possible when you learn to remove such strictness from your diet. And that's why I share things like the debunking of the common fitness and nutrition myths, because when you are educated, you do not have to feel like you have to be so strict. You can feel like you can go out to dinner and enjoy it and not have to beat yourself up over it or possibly go home and continue to feel urges to binge, right? So it's really, really possible. And it comes with really having to shift your overall mindset surrounding food and surrounding your weight loss goal and digging deep into why you feel that need to be so perfect on your diet and on your workouts. So in terms of overcoming your all or nothing mentality surrounding your workouts, okay, how do I overcome that, Julia? What do I do? Now, if you are finding that you are trying to work out in any given way for any amount of times per week, I'm going to use an example of six days per week, and you're not able to sustain doing that, so then that perpetuates your urges to binge or your need for feeling like, what's the point, right? If I can't work out six or seven days a week for two hours at a time, then what's the point, right? You're not able to sustain it because of the fact that you can't keep up with it. So finding something that's going to be more of, an, more of a sustainable approach to working out is what's going to help you, right? And it comes with first removing the thought that you need to be working out a certain amount of days per week to lose weight, that you need to be doing high intensity exercise, hit classes every single day, feeling drenched when you walk out of the gym, It comes with first understanding and learning that 
and then partaking in actually doing it and seeing how much more you can sustain it. So when you are able to sustain something for a longer amount of time, you're going to then gain that confidence and you're going to be able to kind of reflect and take a step back from obsessing over how many days and what I'm eating versus being able to just be more present when you are working out and figuring out how many days per week you need to work out and focusing on sustainable nutrition and eating in a way that's going to not only help you aid in your fitness and your weight loss goals, but it's going to help you have enough energy throughout the day, right? So these are all things that you have to practice. It takes stepping away from what you are currently doing and practicing something completely different because you're going to have that realization that what you're doing is not sustainable. It's not working. We're beating a dead horse and you don't deserve to have to go through that every single week. Guys, I know how hard it is to break away from those thoughts and feeling like, well, if I can't do this, then what's the point? And then the next thing you know, you're not working out at all. You're eating your entire kitchen. Your mood sucks, right? Your relationships with other people starts to suck. And you're just wrapped up in your head of, I'm a failure. And all of that energy that you're putting in towards feeling like a failure, right, could be used for putting forth the energy in doing something that's actually going to make you not feel like a failure and take you out of that victim mode. So choose where you want to spend your energy. Do you want to spend your energy every single week dieting so strictly, working out in a way that makes you feel so beat up and tortured, right? Do you want to put forth your energy in feeling like you can't eat certain things and then when you have the opportunity to possibly eat them when you're stressed out or you're upset or you're tired, you then eat a whole entire box. Do you want to keep putting forth your energy in those behaviors or do you want to put forth your energy in learning new habits to then lead into your overall behaviors? And when you've been struggling with this for a really long time, it, like I said, it can be really, really scary. And you're always going to want to go back to that same comfort of knowing, well, if I really restrict what I eat, then I'm the one in control. Yeah, I'm going to lose some weight, maybe in the short term. I'm going to go do all of that cardio and I'm going to feel so amazing after because how, I, how much I sweat. Then you're chasing a feeling. You guys get what I'm saying, right? So... I know how comforting that feels, but I also know how tiring that feels. I remember so vividly, like yesterday, okay, this was when Darren, my husband, and I were talking. I was almost his girlfriend at this point. Now, I was feeling um, a lot of different emotions because at that time in my life, I had been moving out of an apartment, right, with my ex-boyfriend, And I was kind of stressed out about all of the things that go into moving out out of an apartment, right? So breaking a lease, packing, things like that. And I remember 
you know, my ex-boyfriend and I were broken up at that time, but I remember Darren and I were texting and he had asked what I was doing and I had gone to Taco Bell because I was stressed out about money and I was stressed out about moving out and all of these things, right, of, of just physically having to do a really daunting task that I remember going to Taco Bell and now at that time, Taco Bell was bad. Oh my God, it was fast food. What are you doing? You're so fat, right? Because when I would go there, you know, I wasn't just getting two tacos. I was ordering two meals, some type of sweet, a soda, and it was a full-on binge. And I remember going to that Taco Bell, sitting in my car, eating it, texting him that I was kind of having a hard time with food that day. And at that point in Darren and I talking, he knew that this was something that I struggled with. He knew that I struggled with um, issues with food and with my body and over-exercise. So I felt comfortable enough to talk to him about it. And I remember sitting here, sitting there telling him that, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a type of way. I'm kind of feeling in my head right now about food. And, and that's when I was sitting there in my car binging. Now, I ate the food. The guilt started to creep in. And I'll never forget it. I drove right around the corner and I went to LA Fitness and I went on a treadmill. Now, it made me feel better in that time because I was then doing something good after doing something so bad. But in reality, was I burning off all of that Taco Bell that I just ate? All of it? Enough where I would be losing weight from it? No, not at all. I chased that feeling of feeling like what... I just did needed to be made up for and I chased that feeling of feeling like okay well now I'm the one in control I'm the perfect one because I just burned off the Taco Bell that I ate and I'm going to start over tomorrow again and I'm going to eat really clean and I'm going to get all my workouts in and I'm going to be that fit chick that I want to be and in reality everything that I always chased for myself back in the day like that I never achieved I chased that perfectionism. I chased that all or nothing mentality. And I was always left feeling like crap, not confident, feeling like a failure. And it never gave me what, I, what it is that I really wanted. So I want you to really sit there and reflect on what I just said and dig deep. How, all, how is all of this making you feel? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling sluggish? Are you feeling not confident? Are you feeling like your clothes don't fit? Are you feeling like you're getting into arguments with people in your life because you're so focused on your diet and your workouts? Are you hiding certain behaviors from people and, and that's making you feel guilty, right? Take off the mask. Show who it is that you really are and what you are really struggling with and don't be afraid to ask for help. That is something that I really wish that I had done earlier when I started to struggle with food and a disordered relationship with fitness and working out. That is something that I really wish that I did sooner. And it's okay to talk to people about what it is that you're going through. It does not mean that you are any less perfect. And I understand that need to feel perfect with our workouts and our diet and what we look like. But it's okay in that moment to let that mask go and realize that you're human and you can only wear that mask for so long. So I really hope that you guys resonated with today's podcast episode. It is something that 
I'm very passionate about in talking because I know how it feels to feel how you currently are feeling. And I know how it feels to be able to overcome all of these things, right? So that you can not fear food any longer. So that you can work out in a way that feels good and is actually going to give you the results. So that you can stop always starting over on Monday. So that you can go out to dinner with your family and enjoy it. And not feel an urge to binge or cheat, right? I know how it feels to be on this other side. And I want you to know that it's really, really possible for you. You are able to achieve anything that it is that you want to be able to achieve. You just have to stop doing that same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So I really, really hope that you guys were able to learn something from this podcast. Let me know if you did resonate with it. Share it on your Instagram make a screenshot, tag me in it, Julia with two underscores Feliciano. Share it with people who you think would benefit from learning about the podcast, right? And learning about what I talked about today. And be sure to leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes. It's that little purple app if you have an iPhone. Now, when you leave the podcast a review, you have the opportunity to receive a free 30-minute coaching call with me. Now, during this 30-minute coaching call, you are able to talk about anything that you are struggling with. If it's how much food to eat, if it's the types of workouts you feel like you're doing that you're not getting results from, if you're struggling with binging, if you feel like you have to restrict yourself so much and it's not getting you anywhere, whatever it is that you are currently struggling with, this is what we can dive into in that 30-minute complimentary coaching call. So instead of trying to figure it out all by yourself and with random Google searches, why not take the opportunity to receive a free 30-minute coaching call with me that will actually give you the clarity that you're looking for for long-term success. Now, this goes back into not doing it all on your own. If you have an opportunity to get help, and to ask for help, then take it. Because taking that scary initiative and making that call with me, right, is going to take you out of your current behaviors that you're doing that are getting you nowhere into stepping forward into producing habit changes and behavior changes and doing something that's different, that's going to give you a positive result from it. So it takes not doing what you've always done. You have to do something that you've never done to get the results that you have yet to achieve. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's podcast. If you have any requests on certain podcast episodes that you want me to talk about, you can send me that on Instagram as well, or you can leave a comment on this podcast episode. And I am super excited because I know that the more that I share my message on this platform, the more women out there do not have to struggle with their diets any longer, do not have to struggle with feeling insecure in their self, with themselves and their body, right? And they can eat in a way that's not only going to help them on their weight loss goals, 
but it's also going to help just make them overall be a better wife, be a better daughter, be a better aunt, be a better coach, whatever it is that you are, right? All of these things that I talk about are all things to help bring you into that next level version of yourself that you keep imagining, but is still so far in order for you to achieve. So thank you guys once again for tuning into today's episode, and I will see you in the next one.